What is up? What is up? I am the cannibal, the cannabis animal, back at it again and shit. With a brand new fucking blood report. Doing something a little different today. <coughs> Damn, that SFVOG, baby, for real. Uh, we're going to be talking about just shit during the week, you know, shooting shit, all that stuff. Uh, in the week ending of uh, 5 18 2019, we're going to do a couple stories, cannabis stories and non related bullshit. Just for the fuck of it, you know? Yeah. So, that's right, baby. Fucking stone. Woke up in the morning and say, hey, let's fucking do this. Fuck it. Why the fuck not, right? All right, so. <clears throat> fucking, how y'all doing out there? Hopefully, you guys are fucking doing good. Shout out to everybody. <clears throat> uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to Sophia, to Lee Rose, to uh, Richard, to Josh, uh, Kyo Life. Yo, you guys are fucking awesome. I love the the uh, the two year two year inhale relax create anniversary we attended. So that was dope. They had us back. It was our one year anniversary for podcasting. Even though we have not been very active, we're doing as much as we can and shit. Sorry, I got my little my little Keith thing and shit. What is that for your grinders? Little Keith fucking thing right there. Keith, 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 Keith. Yeah. So this episode's going to go on I believe YouTube the audio is going to be going on um, Stitcher and Anchor and all your local major podcasting spots you go to so look that shit up please um, I know I ain't fucking I bullshit because I love it that's what I love to do so fuck yeah alright so first story of the fucking week man if you guys know, you know, obviously you guys know fucking Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. I stopped drinking that shit a while back. Um, <clears throat> but the air to Coca-Cola uh, got caught with $1.3 million in cannabis and also 5,000 plants, CBD products, seeds, and all this bullshit, right? <clears throat> and, uh, fuck, man, that's just fucking crazy. I mean, how the fuck you get busted with all that bullshit, right? So his name is... David Alkiaviades, or they call him Alki, shit. Homie's 50, and he was busted by the anti-narcotics unit at Robert L. Bradshaw International Airport. So, fucking customs found 5,000 plants of bud for CBD. I'm sure the motherfucker had some wax in there and shit like that. Some edibles, you know what I mean. Head stash, secret stash. Fucking faded. So, yeah. Motherfucker, man. Fuck. And when they asked this motherfucker, you know, what's with it, they fucking, uh, they raided one, uh, his home and shit, right? And he said that all the plants on board were fucking hemp. And they were related to a, a new a new legal venture that he was about to embark on and shit in, the, in that region where he got busted at. And um, he had another heir, fucking go figure, uh, Chaz Ergen, uh, the heir to Satellite Fortune. Um, he pretty much... He's the one who announced that in April they would they would be forming some sort of a you know they would be hooking up and shit and they would be developing a cannabis business in the eastern, eastern in the eastern Caribbean nations such as uh, Saint Kitts Nevis, Saint Kitts Saint Kitts Nevis, Dominica and Antigua. So <clears throat> what this homie was planning to do is he was planning to buy um, a bunch of agricultural land and partner partnering with uh, farmers that that uh. Would, I guess make a cooperative and I guess uh, um, 
in Switzerland. So it's not bad. He, he said that he was going to create thousands of jobs, also tap into the rich cultural history and cannabis know-how of the, of the strengthening Rastafarian movement in the region and shit. So that's fucking crazy shit. But fuck, man, you get busted with all that shit, man, for real. That's fucking crazy shit. Uh, I don't know, man. That's fucking nuts. I, I'd probably be fucking shitting bricks, man. If they fucking, I mean, one, I don't even know if I would even try to do that shit, yo. For real, I mean, I don't think I could even fucking go and try to smoke some shit in here, man. Especially knowing all the fuck how fucking bad that is. Yeah. So for real. But so yeah, that's just fucking crazy. Also, this fucking week. For the, for y'all do for y'all fucking know and for y'all do for y'all that don't know and for y'all that do get a little caught mouth here. Um, in Mexican regional music, uh, the sixteenth of May, nineteen ninety two, uh, very very famous singer, Chalino Sanchez, was murdered and shit. Um, from what I hear, anyway, I want to touch that subject and shit, but yeah. Marked, I believe it. I don't know if it's fifty-six years, but it's a it's a long time and shit. So yeah, here's a one of those pretty pretty dope little tracks and shit. I mean, fuck it, right? Pelavacas. Another one is shit. The and his son actually also passed away with suspicious car accident. So that's just fucking crazy. All right. So in other news, let me fucking get my notes up if I can. Yes, this is how we fucking do it and shit. So we're gonna go into a completely fucking weird um, supermarket tabloid uh, story. If you guys don't know what supermarket tabloids are, uh, go to the market, see those bullshit a little. Many newspapers or magazines that are just uh, made of paper, just like a newspaper. So, yeah, and most of them are bullshit. So, <laughs> if you're interested, let me know how to sell your soul to the devil. So, you can have power, wealth, and an attractive haina, bato, whatever you like this shit. And pretty much whatever the hell you ever dreamed of and shit. By, by selling your soul to Satan. But how? I mean, fuck it. Is it, you're going to get your, uh, is it market value over that shit, or what is it? What the fuck it is, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> the doctor, um, Dr. Tauth, and Dr. Rex Tauth, he has a book, it's called How to Negotiate and Holy Contracts. <laughs> I don't fucking know, yo. <laughs> I don't fucking know what the fuck this, what the fuck I'm doing. All right, so, I, I. He's an expert in Satanism, I guess. He's a... What the fuck? And other rituals. So, pretty much... I guess you go back to history and shit, and there, there's always been some fucking ass clown that's trying to sell us sell, 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 sell to the devil and shit, right? And pretty much one of the quotes that the um, 
And the fucking book says it says thousands have gained riches and fulfilled their fantasies. It, it looks like more of like a like an infomercial. It's just sell your soul to the devil today. Get market value. All that bullshit, right? So check this out. So this is not my book and shit. This is just a, a, what I'm reading short wise, I guess. I forgot how. Cliff noting, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Of how to sell your soul to the devil. I believe it is a couple steps and shit. So. And, <laughs> oh shit. All right, so. Set the deal up properly. There's a right and wrong way to make the contract with the devil. The right way is to be alone in your room, close your eyes and say, I ain't gonna fucking say that shit. We pretty much call out to uh, Satan or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it says, uh, and you say, I have quality soul to sell if the price is right. It may take, does, does, may, it may take dozens or hundreds of tries and shit, but uh, yeah, I guess you keep doing it. Um, keep doing that, keep calling to him, and I guess fucking... Yo, come, I guess. That's fucking crazy, yo. I ain't even trying to fuck with that shit. That's, I thought that shit was funny. It says, uh, deal from a position of power. <laughs> By far the biggest mistake people make to underestimate how badly Satan wants their soul. Uh, it It's like precious gold to him, and he'll pay anything to get it. When he appears to get him, to get, uh, he, when he appears, get him to make their first offer, then up it. That's fucking nuts, yo. Well, this is fucking insane, I swear to God. And I guess it says, uh, get the absolute best. Remember, you're going to burn in hell forever. So no matter how badly off you are now, demand the best. For instance, even if you feel unlo unlovable and desperate with loneliness, don't just say, I want the most gorgeous woman on earth and I want her to be manly in love with me. Instead, add, in fact, throw in a hundred other women as well so I can pick and choose according to my mood. The fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, remember to demand the life extension clause. The fuck? Same won't tell you if you don't ask, but you can get a guarantee of 300 years of youthful life before you go eternal to eternal damnation. Why enjoy a mere 75 or 80 years of reckless living when you can get 300? All right. Religious groups worldwide are trying to ban Dr. Tooth's Tooth, whatever fucking book. This kind of trash is spiritual dynamite. Says spokesman for the North American Council of Churches and Synagogues. We can in good conscience let people read how to destroy their almighty souls. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Alright, so... Dr. Talat says we should all be aware of the facts so we can make a, make an informed decision. It's your soul, he says. Do what you want with it. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta stop smoking this shit here. Oh, let's take another hit to that shit. That shit was badass. I love it. Man, it was good. Fuck, had to take a break. It's cold as fucking here. So yeah, <clears throat> let's get back to it. So I didn't get to make my own notes on this fucking uh, story. Story. Uh, I was skimming through shit, and this is coming straight from uh, 420intel.com and shit. So I think we already know. We already know the effects of uh, getting crossfaded, or if you want to call that, um, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Pretty much um, drinking and smoking bud and shit. 
So I've had this happen to me before. Fuck, is he fucking stupid faded, right? So <clears throat> pretty much um, this article states that it's could be quite dangerous to smoke and drink at the same time and shit because it pretty much triples the, the effect of, uh, of THC. I guess it uh, dilates your blood vessels, or, or if I'm not mistaken, and I guess absorbs THC directly into the bloodstream and shit, just like an edible. So, fuck, that's fucking crazy. Especially when you're fucking, oh, fuck. And we all know this shit, so, and we all, I guess you, we're all gonna ask what the fuck, you know, how do you know this and shit, right? Okay, well, there's a study in 2015 for the General American Association for Clinical Chemistry. It showed for the first time that levels of THC were extremely boosted when uh, drinking or when you drink before you smoke and shit. So, and I don't know about you guys, but the effect is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I really didn't get too crazy with it until uh, after I was married, I think, uh, when I, I was living in this house right here. Um, I got fucking stupid fucking faded and I started drinking, started pounding on me and shit, right? Fuck, that shit really, my coordination was pretty crazy. I mean, it was, it was like, I wasn't extremely impaired, but I was like, yeah, okay, I'm pretty fucked up. And, and, and it makes you want to go to sleep even more, and, and it fucking intensifies that feeling and shit, that buzziness and shit in your head. Like, ten times, man, for real. That shit fucked me up crazy. That shit was dope. But, uh, I, now that I read this shit, I don't know if, uh, I don't know what to think and shit, but pretty much... We all know the effects. Heavy, heavy sedation, sometimes in coordination, things like that. So, uh, and remember, guys, that this uh, cannabis has an anti-medic effect, which means it suppresses our reflex to vomit. Uh, pretty much, for example, when there's patients uh, taking chemotherapy and shit, and you know they keep vomiting for that, and they, they don't eat, cannabis helps with that. So, really, really does and shit. And increases the, the, the risk of you getting alcohol poisoning. If, uh, that's pretty crazy shit. Of course, impaired driving. Um, but here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the funny part about this. Is that, okay, the, they're telling you not to drink, right? But big companies, alcohol companies, are, are kind of getting very warm to the, warm, warm, warming up to the idea that that cannabis and, and alcohol you know, could be a good mix. And I was reading a, a story about this too. That they're not planning, but they're pretty much looking into the future of cannabis with alcohol. And wherever, you know, it's legal, of course. But still, I mean, that's a whole other can of worms. I mean, if it's alcohol, okay, you could buy, let's say, a 12-pack, drink it to yourself and shit and get all fucked up. I mean, where's the limit? It's kind of if it's dangerous and they're pitching it to people. It's kind of weird, right? But whatever, whatever. This is a, this is a, another interesting one and shit. I think we might do one more and then we'll see what the fuck's up. So check this shit out. <laughs> I guess that I, I don't know if you guys know what a SAR is. I guess. Um, trying to uh sar is is, is uh, spelled c z a r and uh, it's i guess an advisor to a special area of politics and shit right 
if I'm not mistaken. So China's drug czar pretty much blames the legalization of marijuana for the uh, opioid, opioid crisis and shit. And this was coming from uh, the cannabis and shit.co. This was pretty cool. I thought it was a uh, kind of weird because from what I from what I've heard stories that I've seen, the, the people say that uh, I guess all the synthetic drugs and shit and all the shitty synthetic drugs and all the good synthetic drugs come from fucking China. All that chemical shit comes from over there. So um, I guess this motherfucker is pretty much blaming us and shit, right? And but I believe that um, in November, well, President Donald Trump blamed um, a flood of cheap and deadly fentanyl made in China for the deadliest drug epidemic in U.S. history and shit. That statement, I wouldn't, I can't say it's true, but then, you know, it's just look at, just look at the U.S. and shit. I mean, they even did a, sh they even did a show about uh, bringing people back uh, from a drug overdose and shit. I guess this is crazy new, well, not new, but there's this, I guess, drug or pharmaceutical that counteracts the effects of the overdose so pretty much think of it as pulp, that one scene in Pulp Fiction when where uh, uh, John Travolta fucking impales uh, Uma Thurman with that fucking uh, that needle in the heart kind of like that I don't think it goes straight to the heart but he brings him back like that but it's very expensive and shit anyway you guys I mean fuck man opioid crisis in, in, in the US is fucking crazy and these are legal scripts you know what I mean well, semi, I guess. So that that's something to think about and shit. This motherfucker, he's blaming the U.S. for all that shit, right? And that's, I mean, and also check this out. I guess <clears throat> there's, I guess uh, there's a discovery in October of 2016 that Chinese twelve Chinese company Chinese companies were willing to export car fentanyl around the world for a few thousand dollars a, ki a kilo, a key. No questions asked. Carfentanil is 100 times more powerful than fentanyl and is legally used as an anesthetic for elephants and other large animals and shit. Fuck me. Keanu Reeves, fuck me. <laughs> Make this show more time. That's fucking nuts. <coughs> I mean, how the fuck? That's funny. <coughs> I'm not saying the U.S. doesn't have their own, their own shit, you know? Of course, fuck. That's another can of worms and shit. But, yeah, man. Whatever you want to fucking call it, every country that, that's exporting and importing shit, it's just whatever. You do what you got to do. I guess I'm not I'm not saying it's I'm not approving of it. I'm not saying it's bad. Like I said, you can't knock anybody else's hustle, right? You never know where the fuck they do it. So that's fucking crazy, man. That's some that's some bold shit to say. Remember y'all, more than sixty six thousand people in America died from drug drug overdoses in the year in the year ending in twenty seventeen and shit. So Think about that, man. That's fucked up.
something a little bit different right now that's how we do it we're not really editing but we're fucking pausing in between because get a little lifted that's how we do it at the fucking blunt report but yeah so check this out some of you well some of you most of you all of you love your phone and shit right iphone be it iphone android all that bullshit so if you guys are are into some tech and shit because i am i love it um <clears throat> there's uh, this Google Pixel phone that was gonna be was going to be released. It was a foldable phone. Yeah, uh, I don't know. From my perspective, I mean, I ain't talking shit. Just just being real and shit. It didn't look like a good idea because I mean, it's still for one, it's an OLED screen and shit, which is pretty fucking sensitive. One. And two, the problem of uh, having a fucking foldable phone and shit, wear and tear, you know, open like a book. How was that gonna fucking stand up? You know, so that that, that shit was fucking, that was uh, pretty fucking crazy. So, <clears throat> uh, moving forward, uh, there's a web a website, or I don't know if you want to call it, but you guys are familiar with I uh, I fix it. Pretty much they. They acquire phones, like Androids and shit like that. The newest deal, the newest tech. And I don't know if they do more than phones, but this is just uh, something that I, that I became aware of pretty much recently. So iFixit tears down phones literally, you know, part by part, by part and gives their honest feedback on that shit. And I believe, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Google asked, asked iFixit to take their... their uh, their teardown of the phone, so that's just fucking crazy. So let's just go over a little, little bit of the things, you know, of, of the teardown and shit. Um, starting with the, the foldable part, which is the, the hinge, I guess. It, 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 it's I guess the design was pretty sturdy, according to iFixit, people at iFixit. And that shit was a, I mean, one thing that concerns them, not just about the foldable thing, you know, wear and tear, is that there's a little small gap, like a little tiny gap like this big and shit, like small, that is between the edge of the phone and I guess the crease, the top of the crease and shit. And there's like a little gap, and there's I guess particles could go easy easily in there. And OLEDs are really really sensitive and shit, especially to dust. So you have to have I guess a, a clean area where nothing gets in it and shit. So that's just pretty crazy. That's pretty much a um. Just I mean it's 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 not bad, I guess from 
I'm not a fucking, <clears throat> I'm not a, uh, uh, I don't know shit about tech in that kind of sense, you know, engineering type of shit, but I mean, it looks, it looks pretty solid, honest to tell the truth. I mean, it's not bad at all, but I mean, I guess that's, that's the biggest fucking thing is if, if you're going to, if you're going to, um, release a product and shit, you know, you got to fucking be on, I mean, of course there's always going to be, you know, shit that goes down with all the products, you know, some, some might fail, some might not and shit. You guys remember the fucking Samsung, they used to, I guess, uh, um, catch fire in the people's pockets and shit. I don't know. The fuck, I mean, that's what happens and shit. Business shit happens. I mean, sometimes you're in a, <clears throat> in a big ass hurry to release this awesome idea and shit. Sometimes it flops, but I mean, fuck it. Google's going to come back from that shit, right? I mean, got to come back from that shit if you want to keep going. But yeah, I mean, that's from, from the get-go. That shit looked pretty fucking, didn't look very fucking reliable and shit. So, but yeah, that's a little, te- a little bit of a tech news and shit. All right, so this is a fucking, I want to approach this in a, in a way that nobody's going to get all pissed off or talk shit or whatever the fuck it is, whatever the case it is. Um, so I see a lot of things, uh, uh, not a lot of people, not a lot of things, but a lot of, uh, people sometimes, uh, I guess people are starting up and shit and I'm not even talking shit about that. You know, I mean, like I said, everybody's trying to do their own hustle and shit, but I believe, I mean, if you're going to be, uh, posting things and saying that you're, you're, uh, your medical cannabis company does it, you know, this type of product or for the patients. Like, for example, I'm not trying to be a dick or whatever, you know, but I see a lot of postings uh, about wax and, and shatter. Oh, this, you know, shatter this and shatter that, right? So I, mean, I, I scroll through my, my Instagram and shit because, you know, <clears throat> that's where I do most of my, my investigating and shit. So I do that, and when I scroll up, I see, you know, people advertising, oh, this, check out this shatter, this is, you know, the color's awesome, the clarity's awesome, cool, you know, it looks dope. But I've seen where, I've seen those companies at, at events, and, you know, I, I go ahead and um, I donate for for the wax. Get my donation, it looks smi- fire, smells fire. And I don't mind, you know, giving donation and selecting that as my medicine and shit, I love it. But it's not really shattered, I mean, even if wax is very, you know, see-through and, and has an awesome color, if it doesn't handle like shatter, <clears throat> then it's not shattered. Now, what I'm talking about is wax is exactly what it is. The consistency of wax, you know, it depends on crumble and shit like that. So, um, that it's even good wax is, is, is still going to be, you know, kind of hard to handle, you know, to the touch. You know, because it's 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 eventually might might not melt fully on on your hands, but in your hands it's still gonna be very, very flexible. And even though it might not stick, it's stable. It's stable wax, but it's not, it's not shatter because it's pliable in your hands. Now, um, I believe, um, for it to be shattered, if I'm not mistaken, it has to be de-waxed not, or winterized or de-waxed, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um. And when it's de waxed or de you know winterized or whatever, um, it loses the wax of the lipids um, in in the plant, which give it also the you know the wax 
wax look, the wax feel. So once you do that <clears throat> and properly purged uh, with that step, uh, it becomes shattered and literally it's, it's like glass. So it's at room temperature in your hands, it will not melt. And it will not stick to the paper that it comes in and shit. So, that, and you gotta be careful because I bought some, some bomb ass wax from, from bomb ass uh, wax uh, with my donation and shit. Um, and uh, it was at an event. I believe it was a blacklist when blacklist was still going, was still up. Uh, and that, that shatter, I was like, okay, you know, I opened it up and shit. And that shit almost fell out of my fucking hands and into my seat. So I caught it. I was like, what the fuck? And it's very, it's really smooth. Even at, even in, in your car, if it's good shatter, you know, um, it's fucking stable. It, it doesn't melt like that. So I just see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of companies. And I think that's, uh, on, on, uh, even even the regular companies, even the uh, <clears throat> rec not the recreational companies, you know wherever it's legal, if you're gonna advertise a product, I think you know you should you should you know have it for what it is because people that know out there are gonna fucking you know talk shit. You know people that know are gonna buy your buy your product. Oh, it's not it's not fucking shattered. This is just fucking stable wax and shit. It's bomb, but I want my fucking shattered because that's what I fucking paid for, right? As a patient, as or as a recreational um, um, user, so that's what I think. That's, those are my two cents and shit. I mean, I, and that's why, like I say, like I said, I go back to people are gonna talk shit if it's not shattered. They're gonna fucking talk all this shit about your company and, and you guys are bullshitting and you guys are just trying to fucking have to make a profit. Blah blah blah. There you go. It might go. It might go <clears throat> either way. You know, it might help you. And, you know, you realize that, fuck it, keep going forward. And then it might hurt you that if there's a clientele that's very vulnerable and, you know, just domino effect and shit. So I guess I think, I believe that maybe we, as as a community and shit, we would want to avoid that kind of conflict, you know, by making that kind of mistake. So that's my two cents and shit. But yeah, so thank you very much, guys, for fucking listening to my bullshit. Fucking faded. <laughs> About to fucking drink some coffee right now and shit. So look out for um more podcast, more podcast and episode like this, as well as a longer podcast and shit where I talk about my bullshit. I believe uh next the next uh, episode I'm gonna go ahead and maybe do a uh, a uh, spirituality episode and shit for all you and shit. Maybe talk about Ram Dass, one of my favorite spiritual teachers and shit of all time. Next to of course the most obvious ones, but uh, yeah. So again, this is the cannibal, the cannabis animal and shit, faded as fuck. Thank you guys. I hope you guys have a fucking blessed weekend, blessed Saturday. Yeah, man. Love each other. Really care about each other and shit. And fuck the bullshit. Smoke it up. All right. Don't beef it. Don't beef it up. <sighs> Talk it up. All right. Cannibal, the cannabis animal. Out.